You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. All right, so thank you so much for staying with us. Today we are going to be discussing what COVID-19 and lockdown in this country has meant for people living with disability. Anton Engelbrecht is Alexander Forbes' health strategic consultant who joins us now on the line. They've had a look at this. Anton, thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for the opportunity and good afternoon to the listeners as well. It's been quite tough for many people. What has COVID-19 and generally the lockdown meant for people living with disability? I think we can start and say that COVID-19 pandemic really has has had a catastrophic impact on the economy. And uh, also, you know, uh, we just recently reports that 2 million people lost their jobs in last quarter in South Africa. Uh, and even more so for people with disabilities, uh, you know, that they compete in the normal economy, but in, in addition to the normal, normal economic challenges that exist, is that uh, for a person uh, wanting to find a job in the market with a disability, you know, there's a couple of additional challenges or barriers. And that includes, for instance, accessibility issues uh, for people with mobility impairments, the availability of accessible transport, the integration of a person with disabilities into the work environment to be uh, to be effective. Uh, all of those additional ch- um, challenges exist. So really that is being a tough situation and even more tougher for people with disabilities. Uh, but you speak of the fact that now that we've had the lockdown and people and companies have had to reimagine how the work environment can be, that there are opportunities for people living with disability. That is 100% correct. I think definitely uh, in a way that the COVID-19 uh, um, pandemic can be seen as a silver lining as well for people with disabilities. And, and it's more related to the way that the economy and the employers um, reacted to the challenges uh, in a positive way. And one of the ways that uh, a number of companies uh, that we've seen uh, um, has implement policies around the way of work and remote working policies, working from home policies have been more implemented by employers. And that really has increase the possibilities and opportunities for people with disabilities. They would be able to, to work in the, at their home setting or their uh, choice of remote working environment. That's the way that they would be able to function at um, sometimes increased productivity levels. And in that way, uh, the, the opportunities actually has, have increased uh, for people with disabilities, even though that we have in a very tough economic environment. Do, do, do um, company owners, employers see it that way? I think uh, that has been a, lo- a long struggle uh, for a couple of employers uh, to meet the requirements uh, of the reasonable accommodation of people with disabilities for years. And I think it's something that the COVID-19 pandemic really introduced now recently. So I think a lot of employers are opening up to that opportunities only now. And I can say it's early days. Um, as, as we see that um, some employers might have seen that the, the work from home or remote working policies mm. or strategies would be temporary, so 
some employers are actually implementing it more for the long term and on a more permanent basis. Mm-hmm. So it will actually filter through for those opportunities. Mm-hmm. At the same time, people with disabilities can also make employers aware of opportunities and grab those opportunities mm-hmm. to to be able to compete in the in the in the working environment. You, you know, we were speaking about how tough it is all around for employers. The economy is not doing well. When a person living with disability wants to bring this up um, and not want to bring it up in a way that will disenfranchise them, how, how would you suggest that they do that? That they literally have this conversation to say, since we've been doing things in this manner, perhaps. I could work from home from now on, that I only come occasionally to the office when required. How, how does one frame that conversation in, 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 in a way that it doesn't really disenfranchise them? I agree. That will definitely um, be something that people with disabilities will have to address. They have to be bold enough to, to and I can call it in inverted commas, say they have to sell in as an asset of potential benefit because in in a way by having a policy that will actually have keep access of this opportunity to everyone not only just people with disabilities but they really become in a situation where there's equalization of the playing fields it means that where employers maybe previously struggled with um, finding accessibility in the workplace and have to spend money to increase accessibility levels, it would actually be now easier to do that. And while by, by providing little uh, um, or less support financially, specifically that would have been required as before, um, would, would make it now a reasonable consideration. And it doesn't take away the obligation of the employers to make sure that the workplace is uh, compliant with the Employment Equity Act, mm-hmm. but it actually just makes it for them a more easier process. And it will, it will also create opportunities for people to to market themselves, if I can call it like that, yes. uh, in a competitive economic environment. Yeah, because what, what you're saying is that in the event that, for instance, you have a building that didn't have a ramp, and it was one of the hindrances you had in, in employing somebody that needed a ramp, you are able to now imagine somebody who is a, a disabled person working for the company, but perhaps, you know, permanently from home. Correct. That is 100% correct. And I think that is opening the doors for a whole range of new opportunities. Um, and in that way, employers will probably be finding it um quite enticing. Are people hearing this? In other words, those who are employers, those who are looking to hire people, do they see the positive side of what this brings uh, to to the economy? I think it's the early early days. Mm. Uh, I think that is the message that we have to start to to formulate and then then communicate it to all the relevant parties. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the opportunity in that lies with us. You know, we've been in, in this pandemic now just over six months, and I think so many things have changed. But I think we also look in new way of work and in the new uh, normal, if we reiterate the phrase, is that there's a new way of looking things. So everything will have a fresh eye and a fresh opportunity will arise. But I think the communication of the message is critical to it. 
support, as you said, you know, doesn't necessarily also go away, even though it may be easier to support an employee who is disabled. It doesn't necessarily take away the responsibility of, of other necessary support. So if a person is blind, make sure that the equipment and the computers that they, you're offering them are compliant with, with what they require to, to actually carry out their work. So one must be careful to not give them false, um, you know, that so the person works from home. It's not your responsibility. They're going to get their own laptops. They're going to get their own gadgets. And so you just, uh, you know, dissolve yourself from the responsibility. It's a fine line, isn't it? Absolutely correct. There will definitely always be an obligation for the employer to provide the tools in order to provide the services by an employee. Because the person will be seen as a, uh, with the same employee rights than any other employee that's in the workplace or not. So the workplace is just being expanded. Uh, the workplace in terms of the employer's own location has not changed, but it's being expanded. So the obligations of the employee will still be the similar, will be the same across the board, like the provision of uh, computer equipment and mm. IT support, network, your wireless communication network support, mm. data uh, access, all those principles will have to be the same in any other employee that's within the employer of the employer. Anton, are there as many opportunities as as we imagine there to be? Everybody is laying people off. Everybody is sort of getting fewer, fewer people working for them. So are there really truly opportunities? I think we're also looking at expanding your, your small enterprise as well. It allows your small employers to to look at your your resource capacity and res and and your resource your capacity differently than before, and and I think that's the opportunities that arise. So we're looking for new opportunities, not just where employers where they scale down in terms of their uh, human resource capacity. Is that we're also looking at expanding the the smaller entities to be able to resource themselves differently than before. And I think that, from my personal point of view, would be the the new uh, area that that we have to kind of consider the opportunities. Anton Engelbrecht, thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. He is from Alexander Forbes and he's a health strategic consultant there. And they were just looking at what opportunities COVID-19 have presented for people living with disability and how uh, employers are able to now open-mindedly do things differently because we've actually tested them out and I think that's really a wonderful initiative of, of putting it out there and uh, giving examples of how employers can navigate around things that may have seemed difficult before COVID-19 and are not possible because we have all tried it right we've all gone and worked at home and and it's okay there is trust now so many of us are discovering that things that used to work in a certain way are now working differently now and it's okay business is continuing. So that is what Anton had to say to us. Anton Engelbrecht, Alexander Forbes Health Strategic Consultant.